welcome back. back. <laughs> Guys, Us welcome back. Us taking 30 days off turned into almost a year exactly. Literally almost a year. Like, this is wild. I know. Honestly. So I'm Taylor. And I'm Alina. And this is Shit, Shit Just Got, got Real. Real. We've been through a lot, I think, in the last 365 days. Like a lot, a lot. Like so many changes, whether it's relationships, friendships, work dynamics, careers, um, self-confidence, noticing our patterns. And I think we took this year, it was kind of a lot of processing for us and like realizations. Oh my God. Yeah. And communication and stuff. And even for Alina and I, we've been best friends, but I think that this year we really realized we talk about communication styles a lot, but we never realized how much we had to practice them with each other. Yeah. And how we were aware that our communication styles were different. It took our friends to point out um, the things that both of us do in moments of, we'll call it turbulence. So mm-hmm. when we're in like disagreement or anything like that, it took two people to kind of, and both of them were our male friends, I know. And, which is hilarious. And they, it kind of like just had to take the both of them to give us a perspective that we personally didn't see. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just like what it takes. It's an outsider view. And we were, it, it was kind of a fix. euphoric moment where we were like, oh, literally two. And this is something you had mentioned on your birthday. You were like, I surround myself with a lot of intense, strong, strong women, direct women. And I think with you and I, I guess with us, I feel like we're both so intense and in different ways, in different ways. So like when we come together, it's like two opposite intensities going like this. Mm-hmm. And we're also both stubborn. Yes also in different ways yeah we had our first real fight yeah this past year yeah um which we will this is kind of just like a quick recap um episode just to kind of welcome us back onto the podcast and just Mm -hmm. to kind of inform everyone as to why we took such a long break from this Mm -hmm. i'm a big believer in that i can't give anyone advice until i can figure my own shit out and like literally need to process i need to show you my notes because i typed that today because my friend had asked why we took time off and i was like i think that we found it kind of difficult for us to give other people advice when we We couldn't even yeah we couldn't even give our own advice yeah it was like kind of like an imposter syndrome thing, I think. Yes. Um, and it's like, who now. am I to like tell someone to go do this when I can't even figure I don't out my even own know what the hell right I'm now. doing? Yeah. We're going to be shooting the shit a lot this episode, kind of going into what Small will transpire tidbits. over the next few weeks, few months, because we have so many things to talk about. I feel like this next year almost will probably be a lot of the revelations of 2022 and then bringing them into 2023 and how we're like applying those and what we've learned in 2022 because there's just we have the longest list here right now so the content is coming guys the content is coming all of it is coming and we're so excited about it because you guys already know i'm a big advocate for transparency and being vulnerable um i just genuinely believe that it does a lot for people knowing that there's someone else out there that's probably going through the same thing or something similar it makes you feel less alone so me and taylor are super excited to just kind of get back into that and Mm -hmm. you know open up our lives and our traumas to the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we know that it's going to create some good hopefully and i think we've even learned lessons ourselves reading 
your guys' input and your stories and things that you've been through, we've come to revela- revelations, really, realiz- realizations, realizations. <laughs> we've One come to words. realizations. Just like learning from you as well. So I think that we're the ones kind of delivering these experiences and these stories. Everyone has bias, but it's a community, I feel like. Thing. Yes. Shit just got real. We want it to be that. We want it to be immersive and this include. Yeah, this is not inclusive. just us. Yeah, this so. isn't some like exclusivity thing. Or no, like we we want and value everyone's experience and opinion. And hopefully, we're creating a platform where people feel more free to share what it is that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. I know I've listened to things too where I'm like, oh shit, I'm not the only person yeah. who does that. Or I'm not the only person who goes through that. <laughs> So it's nice not, I don't know, I guess the whole community thing, not feeling yeah. like you're isolated in what you're feeling. Starting off, we have relationships. So under relationships, this was a, oh God, I think a roller coaster for the both of us this last year. Yes. In terms of relationships we've been in or we're working to be in friendships, kind of everything. We have oh healthy co-parenting relationships for all of our moms out there, yes. single moms, you know how game-changing it is to have a healthy co-parent relationship and how important communication is. They don't have to be your best friend and they don't have to be your significant other. Uh, Next, we have leaving your toxic relationships behind you. This could be for both relationships and friendships, by the way. Like, honestly, one for me is actually business relationships. Oh my God, we were just talking about that. People always forget about this. Yeah. If it doesn't serve you, if there's no love, no growth, or no lesson, like, leave that. And if it is a lesson, then it's a lesson. You learned it, and I move on. The toxic ones, and I'm a hypocrite if I just say move on, are, like, the hardest ones to find closure in because they're not healthy. And so not being able to get that, I think we hold on to those things. I know Mm -hmm. I'm a – I don't want to say a victim of that, but, like, I'm – a creature You're definitely experienced uh, with that. Yeah. Getting cheated on. Uh, being the other woman and not knowing you're the other woman. Goddamn. Long distance relationships. When friends with benefits goes wrong. Or <laughs> kind of where do you go now when you're in a friends with benefits dynamic? Yeah, there are a bunch of different scenarios that we yeah. can go into with that one. You... Of- And I'm like, of course, I'm the one that has the experience with that one. (laughs) I feel like all the, I don't want to say taboo, because what really is taboo now? But all of the taboo taboo topics are me. Like situations. It's the Sagittarius. I'm sorry. (laughs) Understanding and accepting people and learning that we can't change someone, I think is a huge thing. There are people out there that we make better by being in their lives and they make us better being in our lives. I think it's so important to understand that's on them to want want to to change. change. We are only doing ourselves a disservice putting that responsibility on ourselves. No savior complexes. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even realize that I was guilty until probably a month after all that ended. I like came to that realization of, fuck, am I trying to like change someone? But we'll dive into that when that episode comes out. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to give up on someone when you see so much like potential mm-hmm. and like you see such a different side of that person. It, oh, come on. I just want to shake you and like yeah. for you to understand. Wake the F up. Literally. But we can't do that, people. Yeah. Potential is just you potential. Just can't be, yeah. Can't, can't be doing that. Um, red flags. All the flags. What, what was your title? <laughs> red, red flags, green flags, six flags. <laughs> we go yeah. for a ride. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Natalie. 
By the way, I have an assistant, everyone, and she's incredible. <laughs> we'll get you guys will see her, so don't worry. Yeah, I love it. I love we'll it. have to get Natalie on here too. Oh, we will. There are red flags we don't see as red flags, especially when we're in the beginning stages of with someone or when you have your love blinders on. And I think there's different types of love and we can have love for someone and not be in love with them. I think we all get blinded by love sometimes. And I think the whole phrase love is blind is a little bit misconstrued because, or it just has a plural meaning because to me, love is blind. And I think it's because we tend to overlook a lot of important cues, flags, things that we shouldn't be putting up with or signs that, if we didn't have that love for that person, we would be like, whoa, checking out now. But we look past a lot of that. It goes over our heads when we have that love for them. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think love is blind. There's also situations. That's such an interesting quote, if you really think about it. Like, love is blind. The more I think about it, the more I want to listen to Jay Shetty just break that down for me. <laughs> we should go do that after We really this. should. <laughs> Just note that. Then I also think we can't overthink things too much because I started searching for red flags in other people, in other relationships, because all the ones that I missed in this really toxic relationship. And I had to check myself and be like, okay, putting a trauma guard up and yes. searching for problems because what when you search, you're going to find, you're going to create. I think there's a difference between no, being aware and noticing that there are red flags and then mm -hmm. trying to create red flags. Yes. Like com two completely different scenarios. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people can, um, don't know how to differentiate that. 1000%, I do think it's important for us to have that conversation of like, well, which one's which? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely a full on episode on red flags. That's for sure. Yeah. We're going to Great America. We're, we're definitely going to do <laughs> <laughs> I need to look the microphone. Oh my God, ew. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> okay, so some of the topics that we'll be talking about um, in regards to friendships this coming few months. First, we'll be dissecting our first fight. I think it's important to, one, be able to have these conversations with your best friends, especially if it's someone that like you genuinely value and you see as like they do so much good for you and I'm, I'm the kind of person where it's like I'm super easy when it comes to writing people off so the fact that I'm even speaking to this mm -hmm. is, is a little insane like that's how much I've grown as a person 1000% I do think that one of the episodes that me and her are going to have with you guys is, you know, communication styles with friends and you just kind of have to go over our first argument and fight. Yeah. It was, it was it literally didn't talk for like a month. It was, I, it, yeah, was it was, it was intense. <laughs> it was like, we heard each other, what we said, like our actual, but we weren't words. actually listening yeah. to one another. And once we actually did, we were like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, so that I can't wait for that episode. Me that episode too. I think is going to be one of my favorites this year. The next one that we'll get into is making and losing friends. Again, I can definitely speak on that specifically. Um, and we can talk about whether it's intentional or unintentional. Like, for instance, Taylor had some friends that have actually moved away. Mm -hmm. So that was an, an unintentional loss. And I know that they still communicate and stuff, but kind of navigating their friendship now from different states is very different. Um, it's a long-distance relationship, if yeah, you will. And I've also had... Another thing of it, I also had someone that moved away yeah. that was very close to me. So how I had to learn navigating that friendship slash relationship because 
that's kind of what it was at one point, but it's no longer that, guys. Then I also, really quick to add to that, because I'm just thinking of it now, I feel like when you're all, when we're kids, we're all kind of going through the same stages of life at the same time. But then when we become adults, it's kind of like everybody separates. So some people are in the, oh, I'm going to continue school phase or I'm going to continue partying phase. Some people are having kids phase. Some people are getting married phase. And we're all kind of at different stages of our lives. And I think it's important to talk about navigating those types those, of friendships. Yeah. Like when you guys are all of a sudden at two different stages. And yeah. unfortunately, sometimes friends grow apart there's not really a common ground anymore and that's not necessarily a bad thing but there's also ways to preserve those relationships despite being at completely different points in, in your life, life. Yeah. yeah yeah i agree with that one the next thing that we'll be talking about is when you should step away from someone who doesn't want to help themselves so that again, that goes back a like, little. Yeah, yeah. So like, but we also do that with friendships. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll probably put those into one full episode and kind of discuss like the relationship version of that, but also the friendship version of that. Mm -hmm. um, we're also going to dabble into some career stuff. <laughs> we're working women. <laughs> Dude, seriously. So for Wait, those that Alina, don't know. Big thing. Oh, yeah. You say it. Yes. I thought you were going to forget for a second. No. For those that don't know. <laughs> I started my very own business, so louder <laughs> for the people in the back. Stop! <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I didn't completely trust it until I was actually fired. I think that everything happens for a reason in my life, and I decided to take that as a hardcore sign of like the universe saying, "If you're not gonna push yourself, I'm gonna fucking push you." Mm -hmm. So I decided to, you know, create something of my own. Um, you can also talk about getting fired. And well, no, I'm talking about the whole thing. Oh, like God. all of it is so valuable. I'm excited. Me too. That's that's actually a very exciting episode. So hopefully it resonates with some people that, you know, are in a point in their lives where they want to do something, but they're just too scared to, you know, take that leap of faith and trust themselves, whether it's imposter syndrome or they just don't know how they're going to figure everything out. Uh, all of those things are super valid. However, the universe knows how badly you want to do that one thing. It's going to push you until you're your breaking point, essentially. When you reach that breaking point, you realize like, holy shit, like you get fired from a job to be like, but shit. But a lot of people do, babe. I know. That's the thing. I know. And you don't have to. And I think that we all could be comfortable not taking that risk. I think for some people, and if this is you, the knowing that you're going to have those what ifs for the rest of your life and the back of your head, if you didn't just try, that's way worse than never trying. I would rather try and fail 50 times than have the idea in the back of my head that I never went for it. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to that one thing that I say, it's you, you're, you can choose your hard and my hard was mm -hmm. either stay in a position that I don't actually enjoy where I'm no longer growing and I'm just staying stagnant and, or I could choose the complete opposite, the harder version of fuck like now i don't know what to do but i'm gonna figure it out although it, it wasn't in the way that i thought it was going to happen regardless it got me to where i am today so very grateful for it but we're definitely going to talk about that and also knowing to that it doesn't matter what you do in life and this is kind of what alina was saying by choosing your hard life's hard and it's not going to be hard all the time, but it's going to be hard for everybody at some point. We're naive to believe that it won't be. So I think it's just accepting that 
life's going to be hard sometimes and you're still going to do that thing anyway, Mm -hmm. regardless of what life is like throwing at you at the time. Mm -hmm. I think it's just constantly moving and it's always going to be scary. But again, that cliche saying of like, if it's not scaring you, then it's not worth doing. Like go set a bigger goal. I think we could talk about breaking down goals too. Cause like, let's say this is what I want to do. And you're like, how the hell do I get there? Well, take that goal, cut that goal in half. See what that looks like. Does that still freak you out? Okay. We'll cut that goal in half again. Okay. Now you have a bit of a better breakdown. You could even cut it again down if you wanted to. And then you have these little few things. The overall picture doesn't look so scary anymore when you've breaking it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. So one of the next things that we're going to be talking in that career sector is career, career paths. Like whether you're starting in corporate America or you're leaving corporate America and starting your own business, whether you're going like the freelancer route, all those things, as well as, you know, starting a business and mixing your business with your friendships. Because I know that I have my business partner and I actually met her through my former employer and she's one of my best friends now. I have that take of trying to balance out the business side of us, but also the friendship side of us. So that's definitely going to be an interesting one. And not everybody has to love there. Some, you could hate your job and love what it brings you. And I don't want to say you, you can hate your job, but you can, your job can be the thing that's not what you're most passionate about in life, but it it's what allows you to do what you're, the most, thing passionate that you're about. most passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's There's also other, not up to you. It's all, it's up to that person. So I know. your opinion is irrelevant. No, I know. <laughs> but that was the way my, I mean, if you really think about it, no, but like, it's going to be, it's okay. just an idea of what I was thinking about. I'll, I'll slap you. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that's like, well, who gives a fuck if I like it? I like it. I know, but it's just a realization I have. I love that. Cause like I have friends who don't care about the job that they work. They just care about what that job can bring them. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But it's like, so it's just a different point of view. It's just like everyone just judging the fuck out of each other. And it's like, for what? You don't live that person's life. I know, but I'm not even saying that in a judgmental way. Yeah. I'm saying it in a way like it's just a different outlook that yeah. I than I have. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Yes. I, different point of view. Yeah. I kind of just figured it. everybody wants to do what they love. No. But that's not true. Yeah, it's true. So and you just got to support those people in the best way you know how. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Taylor's mad. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. I'll slap you. No, I just wanted you to understand the point that I, I was get making. It, but yeah. <laughs> I love judge when you roll. Judge I love when, when I... you roll your eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. Okay, self care in life. So yeah, a lot of self care conversations yeah. that we're gonna have. Yeah, and I think also in the last year, Alina and I have have we have a new bonding experience. Which one? God. Pregnancy. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're talking about pregnancy. Um, however, you guys obviously know I do not have kids. So my decision was not in the way that I would have ever seen it play out, I guess, if I got pregnant at this age. However, we are definitely going to be talking about pregnancy in general, termination, mm-hmm. grieving, all of that, because I don't think I... When I was going through that experience, I couldn't find a single outlet 
whether I could read or listen to or watch where they just spoke about their experience as a woman and going through something so traumatic because that is a, a traumatic experience and I need people to understand that. I think too many people take that conversation of termination and kind of glamorize it in some way, like me choosing to not go forward with a pregnancy and having a, a, they, a, a baby. Like they, they think it's some easy decision that's made and it doesn't come with emotional stress, uh, pain, both physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So that's definitely something that we will dive into. And I hope that you know, people receive it in the way that they need to receive it. But I'm ready to kind of talk about my experience. And that is basically the reason why we took mm-hmm. so much time off of this podcast. Went through my termination, literally, I think two, three weeks later, all this so com- quick, all of these conversations about um, abortion laws started happening. I'm literally in literally Roe. Yeah. So I'm in Mexico trying to like heal and be intentional with my healing. And I just go on social media and all this bullshit is literally circling social media. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Like now I have to not only heal everything internally for myself, but now I have to take in everyone's opinion on it. You can't, you can't look away from it. And as much as I wanted to look away from it, I was just like, I think right now is the time for me to speak on something from my own personal experience. And I'm very glad that I did. And it only showed me how important it was to like bring this to the podcast because there are so many women that go through this that don't have the support that they need, don't have the resources. And it's like, you're constantly going back and forth in your head of like, what do I do if I go this route? What if I do go that route? Well, what are people going to think? And, you know, I feel so much for the women that go through this and they do it alone. They don't tell a single fucking soul. And I feel it like genuinely broke my heart going through all of that. But I think that I want to go into that conversation when that episode comes out because yeah. that conversation is something that needs to be had. I hope again, I hope that it's received well. Um, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what people think. I think that the the ma- the majority of the reason why I want to do this is just so that people know that there is someone out there who has had a similar experience and they are not alone. And hopefully, it resonates. In yeah, one and way to or kind another. of separate that that stigma, I think, around the topic and yeah. educate because I do know there are people out there who don't give a fluck nugget about getting multiple abortions. They don't think twice about it. There are people like yeah. that. But this is an issue that no matter what you decide for most women is one of the hardest decisions you will ever make in your entire life. And it will continue to be hard after you will live with that decision, regardless of what it is for the rest of your life. Yep. It's how you make peace with that decision. Either one can be shitty sometimes. Literally. So I'm, I'm personally, yeah, Super proud to share my experience. I don't know how it's all going to come out, but it's just going to come out. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Yeah. We actually talked about this more this morning as we were getting ready for the podcast. Noticing your dating patterns, types, toxic men, toxic feminism. Um, Oh, yeah. Toxic feminism. Oof. mm -hmm. Because that is a thing. And it's way more prevalent than 
I think people realize yes. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we have friends or maybe even ourselves or toxic feminism can come out anywhere. And I think it's important to realize what that looks like when you might need to check someone, or check yourself or remove yourself from a situationship, whatever that may be. Yeah. I think this was a big one for me in the last year and it's learning to say no and learning to ask for help. That's like, that's a big one for me. I think, Honestly, though, I think I do the same thing and I don't even realize it. I was just going to so say, I, I think you do it too. <laughs> but I think for both of us, asking someone for help is so difficult sometimes. Like if I I'm really need help, if I'm going out of my way to ask you for help, and if that person doesn't respond to it, then I'm like, She's like this immediately, is why I don't ask for help. Immediately, I'm like, okay, and in my head, I'm like, I will never ask that person for help ever in my life. It's so hard for me to ask for help. When someone asks me for help, I think about how, wow, that could have been so hard for them to ask and they might really need it. And yeah. I don't want to be the person to say no. But you know that that's because when it happens to you, that's how you feel. Oh, I'm completely displacing wild. that. Yeah. Did so. you realize that? Yeah. It's because someone made you feel no, that way I, yeah. that you think of it in that light. Yeah. So that's why you're like, yes. But that also leads to, and this is partially my fault as well, because with that, I become a person to a lot of people. Oh, if so-and-so can't do it, I'll just ask Taylor. And it's almost become a part of my identity is like, even in my family, I'm the one who goes out and gets the stuff and the kind of the yes man. And I, it's annoying sometimes, but I've never really had a, problem with it unless I really don't want to do it but it's I made that part of my identity (laughs) and I get annoyed when I'm like why the hell am I always one of us to do this shit because you're the one that to myself yeah yeah I literally just thought of this right now and I don't know why but I'm just gonna say it because I thought of it spit it out yeah so I think another thing that we need to talk about how do I how do I word this um fuck I think I lost my train of thought no it'll come back yeah Dang. Damn it. It was good too. It was while you were talking and I was like, ooh. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Advice for the younger you, uh, early 20s reflections. Ooh. What would I tell my younger self? I don't know, but we're going to answer that in the next I like that. podcast. I know. Uh-huh. I like that. You're never going to be 100% healed. That's a big one. Oh my God, yes. Um, accepting that you will always need to work on yourself and you'll always be growing and finding the lesson in everything you go through. I'm a big advocate for that one. Yeah. Once even, you stop growing, you stop knowing. Even with the the whole process of terminating that a pregnancy, the entire time I was going through it, I'm just like, what What am I trying to learn here? What is the lesson here? And that's very hard. I know it's very hard for people to do that, but that's just like something that's ingrained in my brain is that if I'm going through something, there's something that I'm supposed to learn here. I think that's also something that takes practice. Mm-hmm. So me doing this for such such a long time, now it comes naturally. So I understand that it might not be easy for everyone. However, learning to turn that on and off in your mind of, well, well what am I learning here? It's not what's happening to me. Is What is this teaching me? Mm-hmm. Um, so and regardless, even if you practice it for a zillion years. and Sometimes it's still hard. <laughs> uh-huh, you still struggle with it sometimes. Like, if that's just, we're, we're human and it can get frustrating. And I think too, the, the times you struggled with it, is the times that you were out of tune with how you were feeling 
And I remember when we talked, you were like, I don't, I'm like, why am I reacting this way? Yeah. And it was almost like you didn't really like say, okay, what am I feeling? Yeah. That's making me do this. I think that's one of the biggest um, lessons there is understanding what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then when you, when you know what you're feeling, you go into the why. Mm-hmm. Especially too, because again, we're intense people and we'll react angrily or intensely in different situations. Yes. But I, we also both know that about each other. Mm-hmm. One, you can hurt someone else by doing that, even though that's not your intention. It's almost like a protection for you to yeah. not just be like, hey, that really hurt my feelings. It made me sad. I want a hug. Yeah. You do the exact opposite. So one, I think internally learning that to stay more in tune. And then also two, like kind of giving some people grace when somebody reacts I know that's not what you meant. Usually people react in certain ways. It has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with them. And it's it's the fact that we take things so personally sometimes that just kind of blows everything into a bigger thing that than what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, I think it takes us as human beings realizing that not everything is about us. Like it's that simple. Like it's not always about you. Sometimes it's just something that that person is going through and it, just happened that they lashed out on you. And no, I'm not saying that that's right. I think that that person needs to be a little bit more self-aware, but you as your friend, you as the friend can also be self-aware and knowing that like, Hey, like they don't normally react that in that light with me. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's something deeper and it has probably nothing to do with me. Yeah. And that's okay. If you took it out on someone else, even though it's not you, you're still accountable for how you reacted and for how you took it out on that Correct. person. Because even though it may not have been your intention or what you were feeling, your actions still affect someone else. So for example, it was funny. Like the Amber Bianca did the, dinner thing. Amber did that to me last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad because her, her something happened with her car and she thought that I was trying to take her to an event afterwards and she's on the phone trying to figure out this whole thing with her car. And she's like, I'm going home. I'm not going to this event. I'm being serious. And I looked at her and I was like, Okay, okay, I was just driving around the block to make sure that your car wasn't around the block. And she was like, yeah, I realized how I talked to you. And I was like, I'm going to have to apologize for that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like she knew she she had accountability for the way that she reacted. I knew it wasn't towards me. It was towards the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like I refuse to make things matter or th- to make everything even worse for her. I'm going to just be like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later. I think it's even easier for people to make that excuse though like when it's somebody is just always been that way and i think like that's, that's a, where that's an, an excuse comes in. yes oh i'm just like that yeah no actually you can change but i think we make excuses for people we care about as well to some regard for example um alina at alina's birthday <laughs> dinner i don't even know what i said so i'm a very um i want like blunt like vocally we're all intense. very blunt and direct but she's in a on a level of where so i don't get the i'm not good with social cues so i i can say the blunt thing at the wrong time or to the wrong person in, in or a, in the wrong tone in the in the wrong tone it's not intentional. it's not intentional it's just it really just goes in my head and comes out of my mouth and a lot of people are understand like oh that's taylor's personality that's how she is da, 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 da. and that is how i am i know i do that but i also have to be conscious that i do that 
And when I do say something like that, that's why I ended up calling Bianca after and apologizing. Because and she was like, oh, my gosh, you never, whatever. You never had to call me. I understood quickly, like, that's just your personality, da-da-da-da. But regardless, I'm still accountable for what I do and what comes out of my mouth, regardless of if you can help it or not. And she makes an effort, clearly, by, one, calling her to apologize, two, being like, oh, shit, like, that's something that I need to be more self-aware of. All of those, she's being intentional with the aftermath. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's important, too. So you're not using that as an excuse to stay the same. Essentially, don't make excuses. Yeah. And if people make excuses for you, then feeding the problem literally yes yeah it might be harder for some people to do certain things and easier for others regardless you're still accountable patience oh i have learned you i think this might be the big one of the biggest area that you grew in in the last year and there was a few situations where i was like damn i was really waiting for a ball to drop and it never dropped (laughs) And then it was like to the point where we're finally like saying goodnight, like never dropped. And I'm like, wow, yeah, this is this growth. is the growth. But patience and healing relationships, your body, seeing the bigger pictures, um, patience and reaction. Yeah, I feel like I react a, l- a little less now than what I used to. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know that that's one of those things where mm-hmm. you know that about yourself. So I like I'm more picky about what I react to. Pick and choose your battles. That's yes. what you say a lot. Acceptance of our natural selves. Yeah, the, hair, um, body. Uh, I went through a lot of skin, body image challenges after termination, and that was not fun for me. But, like people know, I'm a hardcore. Like I love to work out. I like to eat healthy, but that to me was just fucking irritating yeah that was rough on you and it's it's not always easy to when you have someone in your ear like i promise it's gonna go away it's gonna get better yeah you just were really wait. pissing me off i know and <laughs> even though that's true it doesn't always help to hear it so in those moments to just having some patience and some grace for yourself that is what i wanted to talk about so Another conversation that we're going to add to this list is knowing when someone is asking you for advice or just for you to vent. Because there are so many people that do this that I'm just like, I don't need your advice. I just want you to listen for a second. And then when I do want advice, I'm going to let you know if I want advice. One thing you've gotten better at, actually, is sometimes when we're on the phone, you'll be like, okay, well, do you want my opinion? And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I want your opinion. (laughs) so we're definitely gonna add that's that. a really good thing to talk about yeah and and that's a miscommunication i have with my sister all the time because i'm very protective of her she'll be going through something and she wants to talk about it your I'm, instinct is to want to solve it yes yeah. and so i'm very hard on her she's very sensitive so i come off i i think i come off overly aggressive sometimes but it's just because <laughs> i want to like get it in her head when she's like i just want to hug then we get to death, rebirth, Oof. letting go of older versions of you, older selves, and accepting newer versions of yourself. We go through changes in beliefs and what we want to do. And I am not the same person I was even five months ago. Mm-hmm. I'll even do that way. You're constantly evolving, constantly learning. You're To say that you're never going to do something is just so whack to me because I've said that so many times as a younger version of myself that I have definitely done now. 
I think it's giving yourself grace when you're going through those changes and knowing that this is just a new version of you and that's okay. And sometimes that new version of you no longer aligns with some people or some, mm-hmm. um, you know, environments like shed your skin sort of, and it's going to happen again and again. Yeah. Oh, I put raising a toddler. Yeah. I think we, I, we want to start getting into a lot of the single mom aspect mm-hmm. of Taylor um, which is why we wanted to dive in into the co-parenting, the co-parenting, yeah. the raising a child, the parenting, pre- even, even the pregnancy story, like all of that, um, I think is super relevant. We can even touch on like me being raised by a single mom. Yes. And you'll notice too. And sometimes when I go through a mental burnout, she, she ghosts. Yeah. But it's like, I also, oh, I do ghost. I get physically tired when I'm mentally burnt out. Our body and our mind is so in sync. We have to be so intentional responding to those things. Yeah. We wonder why when we're heartbroken or when we're really stressed or pushing our bodies too hard, we get sick. It's because everything's all aligned yeah. and your body's going to force you to shut down. Take because a second you won't if do you it don't. Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of conversations to be had. I know. I'm really, I'm actually excited about every single thing on the list though. Me too. I think um, we're also going to be more active on social media. So follow the TikTok, follow the IG. We're we're currently not active at all. Exactly why we would be more active, (laughs) asshole. Um, So keep in mind, like we'll have clips uh, for video and then we'll have obviously the pod on audio. Mm -hmm. But... We also want to gain insight on your guys' opinions and what you guys want us to have a conversation about because I'm sure if you just throw in a DM and you say that you want me to talk about this random thing, we can probably relate to it in some way or another. Or find the person that does and bring them on. We should do like a whatever in between every couple episodes, few episodes, kind of give an option of like letting other people pick what we want to talk about that week. I would love that. Yeah, Fireball. I think that would be great. Fireball? Yeah. Or what's the game? <laughs> what? What's like the thing that you spin and you pick a random thing? It's a wheel of fortune, you idiot. <laughs> you want a shot? <laughs> um, but no, seriously. We <laughs> just send us, your, send us your options so we can do a fireball. <laughs> I don't even know what is in my head half the time, honestly. <laughs> it feels so good to be back, you I like, guys. don't want to put this mic down. Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, it's it's time to hang up. I'm yeah. sorry. That's boogie. Okay. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, this is Alina. And this is... No. <laughs> this is Taylor. And this is Alina. <laughs> this is this shit, shit Just, just got, got Real. real. <laughs> Love it. All right, bye.